The AMA Moving Medicine podcast highlights innovation and emerging issues that impact physicians and patients today. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's Moving Medicine video and podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Sanjay Desai, the AMA's Chief Academic Officer and Group Vice President of Medical Education in Chicago. We're going to discuss the importance of research and how medical students and residents can get involved in this year's AMA Research Challenge. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Desai, it's great to see you again. You know what? I'll bet a lot of people out there don't know that the AMA Research Challenge is the largest national multi-specialty research event for medical students, residents, fellows, and international medical graduates. And for the second year in a row, it's going to have a $10,000 grand prize sponsored by Laurel Road. Uh, we know research is vital to medicine, obviously, but uh, why don't we just start by talking about why it's so important for students and residents uh, to integrate research into their medical career. And you're a great person to know the answer to that question. Todd, thank you. And thank you for having me on this. This is a, an exciting uh, topic to discuss with everyone that's watching. Uh, research, really, if you think about medicine, research is, is, is foundational. It's fundamentally an expression of curiosity, which is why so many of us pursue medicine and, and the science of medicine. And if we want to propel that curiosity and continue to advance science, then we need to instill this passion for discovery. And uh, the most important time to instill that passion and to expose people and to allow them to uh, enjoy it and learn from it and nurture it is during these most formative years of their, of their training, which is as a student and as a resident. Do you think you know, most students arrive in medical school with the knowledge of how one would get involved in research or that it is a critical thing to kind of add to your, uh, you know, add to your experience, so to speak. Yeah, I think like everything else, Todd, there is a, uh, a bell curve distribution of exposure to research when people enter medical school. There are, there are some that have dedicated years and years to, and, and even taken time during college or after college to uh, pursue it in a dedicated way and others that have, have uh, come up against it but really haven't immersed themselves. And so I think that the experiences in medical school will be different depending on, 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 your, on your background and your um, investment in research before. And I think actually, I would say that it's probably intimidating for some that haven't spent as much time before medical school to pursue it. But I would say, Everyone, th this is your opportunity to, to, uh, to learn more about it and to really get meaningful experiences. And the most important thing is to, is to seek out mentors. Uh, the medical schools are, are, have no shortage of research mentors that you could uh, talk with and learn from and, and hopefully engage with in, in a way um, that would advance research and science. Um, and I think the other important thing, Todd, is for anyone that's seeking to do research in medical school, uh, again, it can be intimidating. So I think the most important thing is to define a goal. Uh, too often, I think we believe you have to pursue something that, that is central to your passion. And I don't think that's true. I think you know, an equally important goal would be learning a certain methodology. It would be learning how to ask a question, thinking about how to write something up, meeting a network of researchers. So there are so many goals that you can accomplish by uh, participating and engaging in research as a medical student, as a resident. When, when someone is you know, new to this, let's say, what is the right way to get that start? 
Yeah, I think the first thing you have to do again is to find a mentor. And um, the best way to, to do that is to ask colleagues who are already in that school from uh, that are years ahead of you, uh, or to talk to advisors. Every student has an advisor. And if you speak to your advisor and, and uh, get advice uh, and information, it's, it should be an informed decision about who to seek out. And I think the uh, depending on your sophistication and your experience in research, uh, really uh, understanding how to make the best choices in with whom you work and on what type of project you work. So if you if you're sophisticated, you probably have enough uh, information and experience to make those decisions independently. Uh, but if you're not, you can make mistakes. And I think again, talking to people that have done this for some time, and your advisor is the best place to start. Uh, uh, in finding a mentor and in defining your goals. Well, on the, I guess on the mentor end of that uh, equation there, you know, why should physicians be actively supporting students and residents uh, as they begin that kind of research career element? Yeah, I think like everything else that uh, I believe the, the practicing physicians and faculty and even residents, if you think about them in relation to medical students, are obligated to do, it's to mentor. It's to bring up the next generation of, of learners and of physicians. It's this obligation to promote uh, this, this sense of curiosity that we want everyone to have. It's this obligation to nurture uh, a passion for, for discovery and for asking questions. You know, when I'm around students, it's amazing. They will ask questions that are far more open and I think even provocative in a good way than people that have been in medicine for, for years or decades. And I think it's because they're not, they're not constrained by assumptions that the rest of us often have. And, and being around that type of uh, inquisitiveness uh, and that type of um, excitement, it, it's inspiring. Um, and I think that all physicians should uh, make it absolutely part of their practice and part of their behaviors to, to nurture that and bring it up and to support uh, all of those students and residents that are pursuing that are pursuing research. Curated from more than 3,000 major newspapers, magazines, and journals, the AMA Morning Rounds newsletter delivers the top stories in healthcare right to your inbox Monday through Friday. Subscribe today and check out all the AMA's free newsletters at ama-assn.org slash my inbox. That's ama-assn.org slash my inbox. And because research is, is so important and vital, the AMA has been involved uh, in this particular activity for a long time. In fact, uh, uh, originally called the Research Symposium, uh, this event has been around since uh, for more than 20 years, believe it or not, but starting in 2020, kind of spurred by the pandemic, uh, it became a virtual event. I'm going to say it, it benefited uh, from that because it's become uh, much more widespread, many more participants, more fair, uh, kind of a, a virtual setting. And of course, there's a great uh, program attached to it now. Um, in October, uh, uh, in late October, will be the final event, followed by our final show, um, with the top five finalists buying for a $10,000 grand prize in December. Um, prior to AMA, uh, you were a residency program director. And if you put that hat back on uh, for a moment, what do you see as the biggest benefits for learners to participate 
uh, in events like this. You know, it, it is, I was amazed, Todd, when I joined here and learned about the, the opportunity and the scale of this research uh, event. I think that we are always, as residency directors, as um, medical school deans, seeking opportunities for our residents to engage in, a, in an audience and in a community beyond the school. So, because that's where they get excited. They, uh, it, they get moved by these opportunities to see the impact and to see the, the reception of their work at a, at a national level, to hear experts in the field uh, talk about their work and give them feedback on their work. It's captivating, it's motivating. In fact, I think it probably is for many the, the motivation that they need to pursue discovery as part of their, part of their careers. And, and these, these opportunities, Todd, they're not common. Um, certainly not common at this scale for residents and for, for students. And I can say uh, unequivocally that this prize money, this level of prize money is unique. Uh, it can literally change the, the direction of one's career and ambition. And so I, I think that um, this is an amazing opportunity. It allows our students and residents to, to gain exposure, uh, to learn from one another. It, it, it allows them to learn from judges um, and their peers. And, and ultimately, the, all of that is just joining a community. Um, and everyone wants to be part of, part of a community. And I think this is, a, this is a wonderful way for us to catalyze that excitement. And uh, this first year, uh, since you joined the AMA, you also had a chance to join our dream panel of judges, along with Dr. Clyde Yancey and Dr. Benit Aurora. Um, I'm curious, based on that first, uh, first year of doing this, what, what was it that you were looking for uh, in a winning entry. Yeah, it, it was so rewarding to be part of that event, um, Todd. I think it was, for me, it was humbling and inspiring at the same time. It, it was affirming for, for our future, just seeing the type and the quality of, of research and the ambition that our students and, and residents have. And I think, uh, for me, the challenge that I learned very quickly was not finding a submission that had met the bar of something that we think is, is outstanding. It's actually uh, selecting amongst the, the many that were presented to us that were absolutely outstanding, which one uh, should win the prize. And, I, and I, that's a really difficult decision. I learned very quickly that's such a difficult decision to make because of the quality of the submissions that we have and the, uh, the, the, the um, presentations that we heard. So I think it's a combination in terms of attributes, it's a combination of the, the topic, uh, the relevance of that topic to what we want to learn today, the, the rigor with which they pursued their research. And I think, um, you know, absolutely their presentation and communication uh, makes, makes an impact as well. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to uh, listen to this year's presentations as well. Yeah, when you start out with, you know, well over a thousand entries and you get down to the final five, uh, they were really, really impressive. And I was glad I was not on the uh, on your end and having to make that tough choice. Um, the past couple of years, of course, have been uh, 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 very difficult in a time of enormous disruption for everyone, including students and residents uh, and IMGs. Uh, the AMA is now kind of in that recovery mode along uh, with the rest uh, of physicians, students, residents, really trying to help them recover uh, from everything they've been through. How do you see this research challenge as being part of that plan? Yeah, thank you, Todd. I, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of, of us and, and this opportunity for us to help 
the the community as we emerge, uh, hopefully continue to emerge from this from this devastating pandemic. And I, the pandemic's taught us many things, as I think we've talked about in, in different forums with you. But I think related to this event, it's it showed us the absolute urgency for us to protect the integrity of science. Um, and it's it's an obligation that we cannot relinquish. Um, it also has, has shown us the, the absolute need uh, for us to uh, support science and to elevate the voices of, of physicians and students. And I think this, this event, Todd, does both of those things. It, it allows us to showcase the, uh, the scholarship of our, of our young people that are pursuing medicine. It, at the same time, allows them to, to speak up and share ideas. Uh, and share their creativity, and we get to celebrate that through this uh, through this opportunity with them, and and for them to celebrate it with each with each other. And so I think that it, it in that way also allows us to reconnect. So hopefully, all of these things together uh, generates energy and and revitalizes the one of the core passions of of medicine, which is to pursue science. Uh, and because of all of those reasons and everything you pointed out uh, earlier, it's so important to get the word out about this magnificent event uh, so we can have as many people as possible participate. Um, for those that are interested in submitting abstracts, where should they go for more information? Yeah, so all the information, Todd, for this event is, uh, you can find it on the AMA website at ama-assn.org slash research challenge. Uh, there is a ton of information there on how to submit an abstract on the on the timeline <clears throat> of this challenge that's that's coming in the fall, as well as details, uh, exciting details about the $10,000 grand prize that we'll be that we'll be offering. So we're going to be uh, importantly accepting abstracts until midnight uh, central time on July 12th. And we also want to make sure we highlight to everyone, uh, including physicians that are practicing now, that they can get involved um, also because we have a call for judges. And so that has the same deadline, uh, midnight, midnight on July 12th, and that is eligible for CME. So we really hope you consider participation either as a student uh, submitting a research proposal or as a faculty uh, volunteering as a judge. So thank you for your consideration. Dr. Desai, thank you so much for helping us get the word out on this important event. And again, uh, uh, July 12th, midnight uh, will be the deadline for abstracts. Uh, and if you'd like to be a judge and help us along with that too, that's an incredibly important role. Uh, same deadline for that. Uh, check out ama-assn.org slash research challenge for more information. Uh, and uh, thank you again to Laurel Road for providing that amazing grand prize of $10,000. That wraps up today's episode. Dr. Desai, thanks for being here. We'll be back soon with another Moving Medicine video and podcast. You can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for joining us and please take care. This has been Moving Medicine, a podcast by the American Medical Association. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. I'm Todd Unger, and this is Moving Medicine.